Hi, I'm Big Nakuma. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your game friends. Your game friends. Your gamer. We are your game friends. Is your it original? Game friends, your gamer. Yes, it is. Oh, sometimes, you know, you get in the. Sometimes. Who? Sometimes. Are you surprised that, it's, that, that something that wonderful could be original? I just remember, I just think of that Whitney Houston. Off the cuff. I'm, I'm glad that you could be creative on this beautiful afternoon that we're recording in today. Why are you down there? <laughs> yeah, Whitney Please, Houston. Please, can we do that? <laughs> Whitney Houston is a treasure, y'all. And you should... I'm going to link to that video just so we know. <laughs> so everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay. <sighs> Logging on. Marvel's Avengers, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, NBA 2K21, Spellbreak, and The Sims 4 Journey to Batu, Gamescom, Xbox Series X, Ubisoft Forward, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and NVIDIA. In these past two weeks in Nerddom, we're getting into Mulan, The New Mutants, and Star Trek Discovery. Finally, in Party Chat, we played Among Us, Fall Guys, Watch Dogs 2, Spellbreak, and Marvel's Spider-Man. Again? Again. Okay. Then I think we should log on. The first big release is The Avengers, Marvel's Avengers. Yes. Um, For a while, I had a little bit of FOMO. You know, because I was like, oh, well, everyone's playing it. And then some more reviews came out. And I was like, I actually feel fine. I think I am I was right. You were correct not to have FOMO, in my opinion. Yeah. I still don't think this is... Well, obviously, it's not a game I'm buying on launch. And I'm just going to wait for it to be heavily discounted. Might have to pull it over there. Hmm. I will play none of it until Spider-Man is on Xbox. So you will not play the game. Apparently not. You're saying. Wow. apparently not. And apparently I'm not missing anything. The story I've heard is really good. And I think that to a certain degree, if you're just a huge Marvel super fan, that you're willing to forgive a bunch of stuff to play as these characters. Right. And I get that. So I don't want to like take anyone's nostalgic love of this franchise away from them. Right. All of the game systems seem to be ass. And just a worse iteration of what already exists. Uh, we've watched several reviews that have really just completely destroyed <laughs> this game. But some people are saying that they really like it. So it's a mixed bag to me. I think that generally you could classify the reviews as mixed. There's some people praising certain aspects of it. I think there's also some clearly and unambiguously bad stuff. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of? I remember, I don't remember which Transformer movie this was, but there was a review in like Newsday, because I'm from Long Island, uh, that was like, we give this movie like two and a half stars, give it an extra star if you like Transformers. And I feel like that's probably what's going on here too. Right. Agreed that there is very likely some Marvel bias going on here. Um, if you are a huge, huge fan of Marvel's Avengers and you're not on Xbox, then you should probably pick this up when it goes on sale. If you are on PlayStation, maybe this is a sooner purchase for you. I don't know. If I was on PC and Xbox, I, I like, what the fuck? I don't get to play a Spider-Man. Although, let me just say, having come off the heels of playing Spider-Man again, which we'll talk about <laughs> later, 
If the combat in this game is not as good as the combat in Spider-Man, why the fuck would you ever want to play as Spider-Man anyway? That's fair. You have a much superior, well, Spider-Man what I have to assume will be a superior <laughs> Spider-Man combat system. Yeah. Because it, even if Spider-Man is a great character otherwise, they're not dedicating an entire game's worth of thought into how Spider-Man fights the way right. that a Spider-Man game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I don't want to be too negative, yeah, so yeah, yeah. No. I'm going to stop, even though I've been extremely <laughs> negative. Oh, my God. Um, we can be positive about Tony Hawk Pro Skater. People are loving it. I'm loving all the custom parks that are just wild and make for great videos on Reddit and Twitter. Yeah. I think this is also a add an extra star if you have nostalgia for it thing, but on the face of it, it seems like a really solid game. Yeah. I just got paid too. Then I might just pull the trigger. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I want it so bad. I hate being an adult. No, I hate capitalism. Thank you. There we go. Two K twenty one. Um, again, as we always say, sports. (laughs) If you like it, we love sports. (laughs) Which technically, like you know. Skateboarding is a sports game and like racing mm. games are sports games, but if there's balls involved, I'm just like, eh. Mm, I don't know about that. I would say that <laughs> the real barometer for whether or not this game is a success is if people agree to pay $70 for it. I have not seen too much complaining about this. That's right. Um, and this is probably because I feel like people who are really into 2K probably only just buy 2K, you know? Not that's that's an unfair assessment. I don't I understand what you mean. I mean that in like in a completely non I don't know how to it sounds like I'm judgy or like I'm saying, oh, these I know people don't mean. play. I I think that there definitely are people who their main reason for owning a console is to play 2K. Yeah. Or I like FIFA. True. Or I feel like it's a case for a lot of sports games. I think that's the case for a lot of games, period. Maybe. You're right. Maybe there's people out here just playing like Smash on Switch and that's it. Or Animal Crossing. That's a good one. There's definitely, we people, know people yeah, who that applies people. to. We, I know a lot of people who are like, I bought a Switch just for Animal Crossing. It's one of those games that have a very like, like I am buying this console just to have this experience. Yeah. Which can, you know, as you said, apply to many things. Well, to remind everyone, it is $70. The first next-gen game before the next-gen consoles come out, that costs $70. Very curious uh, to hear your thoughts. Are you a purchaser of this $70 title? We would love to hear from you. You should should let us know. A new contender in the Battle Royale of Battle Royales. Mm. (laughs) It's really cute, though. I don't know about a new... It's it's not going to... I'm not going to stop playing Apex for this. But Spellbreak <laughs> is a new battle royale game where you're base. It's like Harry Potter, except it's magic. It's magic. Yeah. Some I think uh, was it Kotaku said it's basically Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a better. Yeah. I I get the elements because, because all of the powers are elemental based. Yeah. It's it's still not exactly like I wouldn't say it's exactly like that. But it is a battle royale. There are no guns. You're using, you know, one hand is one element and one hand is another element. It's third person. Yes. Um, 
I really like the flying, floating mechanic, like the jumping mechanic, where you kind of hold the jump button and you fly Fly. and or cover or something. I don't know how you would describe that. It's really cute. I like it. Um, It has cross. It's in beta, I think, right now or game preview. But uh, you can get it on any console, and there's crossplay. I haven't done crossplay with anyone, so I want to try to rope some Switch friends in to see if. Yeah, you missed the important part there. It's free. Oh, it's so free! Yes, like all battle. It costs nothing to... to uh, try it out. To figure out if you are into it. Your time. Download time. But we'll talk about more of that later, uh, because we did play quite a bit of it. Yes. Finally, a new release this week. The Sims 4 Journey to Batu. The inflection on your voice. I just <laughs> tell we're going to get a, a wonderful, raving, five-minute you know, just rant about how much you love this, how excited you are mm-hmm. about this very strange Sims 4 expansion. I feel like the community is just abuzz with excitement now that it has finally released and has been out into the world mm. for all of us to enjoy. Yeah. Like cats and laundry. Yeah. This was announced during Gamescom. Mm-hmm. It is a Star Wars-themed Sims 4 game pack. Um... Number one. Can I ask a question? Yes. So, like, Star Wars t-shirts are, like, a shrub that looks like the Millennium Falcon, right? Oh. Hmm, interesting. Why don't you go ahead and explain what this one is all about? So, the community found the icon for this pack several months ago, and people were trying to figure out what it meant. There were three moons in the sky. And or three orbs in the sky. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh, that's two suns and a moon. It's Star Wars or something like that. And people were like, you're fucking ridiculous. It's not Star Wars. It's The Sims. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> like, it's got to be, you know, paintball or something. Like, you know, people were very <laughs> uh, combative about this icon. So when it gets announced and it is, in fact, Star Wars, I will say this is the most united the community has been in a really long time. Um, everyone fucking hates this idea. Everyone hates this pack. Uh What it does is it literally adds a world in The Sims like any other world as if it really exists. And you go there as if you're going on a vacation. So it's canon. And Star Wars shit is in the game now. And you can decorate your house as if it was a cantina on a different planet now. I just want to, this might encourage me to play The Sims just to like really just do it up. That's the fundamental argument going on right now. There are people who are like, okay, this is not for us. This is for people who like Star Wars, who EA thinks might buy The Sims just to play this expansion. So you have to like keep that in mind. However, everyone is still really, really pissed. (laughs) It it is basically a waste of however many months of development and dollars. There are critical things that the community needs to be fixed and would like to see in the game. (laughs) There are so many other opportunities for them to get most of their community behind a pack, Uh and they just did this instead. I I feel so bad because I just... Like, I just love watching the Sims community. It, your highs are really high, and man, are your lows very low. This just doesn't fit in the Sims. And it and it's not even um, 
of a true vacation world it, because when you go there, I have come to find out, they take everything away from you. Like you don't have your money. You don't have your inventory. They literally put you here as if it is this entirely contained thing. In a galaxy far, far away. Right. As if it's real. And so, you know, the only benefit is that you can take your the sim that you made and go through this adventure. But everyone also hates the adventure. It It's apparently boring and repetitive. But yeah, I was going to ask, is it just like, all right, you know, it's story to get content up, now in your Sims, which doesn't work. Oh. The hmm. Sims is about free will and like doing what you want to do. And this is like, here are the three objectives on this mission that you have to do. They've done a narrative expansion before. The Strangerville expansion had like a story to it. But even then, it added like a desert world and a military base. And there were like things that you could use in your house that made sense and were normal items. Mm -hmm. And most people just hated the story and played it. And then don't worry about it again. Okay. So like you can isolate this and it doesn't have to infect your world. Mm -hmm. Um. It also just doesn't seem like anything I would spend money on. Like, why do I want to pay $40 to see my Sim wave around a lightsaber? They're not even a fucking Jedi. Like, they don't even follow Star Wars rules in this story. It drives me. I'm going to stop. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, we don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I feel bad. No, you don't. You've been laughing about it for two weeks. (laughs) I just, you know, it is it it doesn't feel good to watch another gaming community suffer. Mm. Like I was just shocked by this announcement and I can't believe it really happened and neither can any of the leading community members. It's great. Just go type in the Sims 4 on YouTube, have yourself, you know, pour yourself a nice glass of wine, get some popcorn, you'll be entertained for sure. Yeah. People are pretty mad. Pretty mad. Um so that was announced at Gamescom. Gamescom happened right after we released our last episode. It did. Um, I think first and foremost, we should talk about how weird it was. Yeah. First of all, like E3 is dead. E3 is dead. Jeff Keighley is going to ride that wave off into the sunset. This, is, this was just <laughs> E3 and proved that E3 should have happened. Yes. Even though it was going to be virtual. I do understand like E3 had to cancel much closer to the launch of the event. And so they needed the additional time that Gamescom had to pull something off. I get that. So maybe it's not like their fault that they didn't do it this way. But even then, like most people aren't going to think about that. Right. And so from my perspective, the initial reaction was like, oh, why didn't E3 just do this? (laughs) Um, That said... There were also really weird awards that they gave out that no one seemed to have voted on. Like, no one could figure (laughs) out what the categories were or what the nominated games were. Games that haven't been released yet, like Cyberpunk, won multiple awards. And it's like... And the category is... Biggest hype train. (laughs) But not even. It was like best PS4 game. Yeah. And then my question is, (laughs) if that's the best PS4 game, then what's the best Xbox game? And why isn't it also Cyberpunk? I was very, it was, I was confused a lot. I I didn't get that at all. And maybe there was just like pre-marketing that I wasn't uh, in tune with. But the content itself was... Interesting. 
That's a nice word for it. Case in point, Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War got announced. Uh, well, and, revealed. Oh, sorry, revealed. Um, and in this game, you are Ronald Reagan's plaything, which is cool, I guess, if you're into that. If you're a fascist. Destruction I simply of can't. Tool of destruction, I guess, is the... I can't believe what they're doing. I'm disgusted. <laughs> like, why is this happening? These games are like, we're not political all the time. And then literally the Ronald that you take orders from is Ronald fucking Reagan. Reagan. Any black person Please. who plays this game and doesn't like <laughs> donate some money to a local community organization that's fighting the crack epidemic needs to, I don't know, like do some fucking research. I don't I I cannot imagine as a black person interfacing with this title at all. I'm still like I still can't believe it. Also framing Ronald Reagan as the good guy when all that it it boils my blood. Let me let me just be very clear for our listeners. Ronald Reagan is an evil piece of shit who hopefully is rotting in hell if it exists. And he should not be the star of a video game and that video game should not be part of a franchise that constantly talks about how apolitical and whatever it is when it is actively just American propaganda at this point. Yeah, no contest on that one. I mean, I just like for a pre- a president to be in a video, like an actual president to be in a video game like that is just. That means his estate had to sign off on it, which means they had to like be part of the script writing, yeah, it's and just, everything like that. It's so much, and I'm sure like you know, like how the CIA or whatever helps make Marvel movies, like that definitely had to be part of. It's just is like, what are we doing here? Like, it's so on. clear that this is a recruiting tool for the U.S. military. It's <laughs> like, can we not? Ugh. Whatever. So that's happening. I guess whatever. Disgusting. I will not be. Uh, I will not be entertaining any additional information about Call of Duty Black Ops. We got more details about 12 Minutes, which is awesome. I just need this game to come out. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, Daisy Ridley, and who's the other person? Shit. Hmm. Another famous person, but I can't remember. It was the male uh, lead? It's narrated by Willem Dafoe. That's all you need to know. That's all you really need to know. That's really all you need to know. Master um, actor. I'm very excited about this. I was excited about it when it first when they first announced it. I was like, this needs to come out immediately. We unfortunately still do not have a release date. And that's all I need right now. Agreed. Uh, Mafia Definitive Edition got revealed as well. I might... Pick this up. I never played through Mafia. It was always described to me as like a not as good GTA. So why would I <laughs> play it? You know what game I loved? Hmm. Remember the Godfather game that came out on Xbox? No. You never played it? Mm-mm. So the only reason why I played it is because my dad played it because he loves the Godfather. And that game was amazing. At least in my memory. So maybe you'll so like maybe I'll maybe like Mafia because I never played it either. And maybe this is now the my chance to do so. It looks great. I mean, I I remember what Mafia looked like, and it looked like GTA. So for it to look like this looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga delayed to 2021, but that's fine. We got a lot of gameplay from it, and it looks really funny, and it looks really good. 
I uh, I don't think I've played a Lego game for a while, so this might have to be the next one that I play. Yeah, I feel like I only play the Lego Star Wars ones. I played one of the Lego Marvel ones, but I don't remember which one. Wasn't there like an Avengers one with Spider-Man in it? Because that's the only way you can play Spider-Man on Xbox right now. Uh, no. no I, don't, just, I don't remember. I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. Something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man was in the game that I played, but I don't remember which one I played. <laughs> um, Fall Guys Season 2 was... It's pretty far. It's like October, so it's not around the corner or anything like that. I think they just wanted to make sure that people knew that more stuff was coming because, as we will talk about in Party Chat, I definitely understand how it can get a little repetitive. Repetitive and yet always infuriating. What a combo. That is correct. (laughs) Destiny 2 Beyond Light got a bigger reveal. Um, just more stuff about, uh, the new subclasses, basically. I am... <laughs> you have a face. I'm upset. Why? Because I've never been less excited for a Destiny expansion. I mean, I've kind of been off the Destiny train for a minute now, so... Yeah, you barely... I don't even... Yeah, I, I probably wasn't even going to ask you to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to play it. Especially now that I get it for free with Game Pass. <laughs> um, but I don't think I'm going to pay for it. And I don't think I'm going to do seasons either. Like, the oh, seasons yeah. were not... I was so excited about this franchise at the beginning of last year. And I thought the season model was like this revolutionary, incredible thing that was going to be the future. And it is kind of the future. It just sucks. The yeah. future kind of sucks. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know. I feel like for <laughs> Destiny specifically, it's a little... It's, a, it's too little too late. And I feel like a lot of the expansions are so short. Like, the story part is really short. And that's really the only fun... That's, for me, is the main draw, is getting through the campaign with friends. The PvE, PvP, VBE, Gambit shit. Like, that's all fun and good. But it wears... It kind of wears off to me. For me, specifically. You know, so... They said they were going to change things up a little bit. The, The way that Apex does their seasons... If you don't log in for five weeks, all of the challenges from those five weeks are still there for you to complete. So you can complete them as you're completing the new challenges from whenever you pick it up again. And together, you can still basically boost yourself to where you would be if you had played for all of that time. Right. That's not the case currently in Destiny, but they're apparently thinking about making it that way. So it, okay. it might solve some of the problems I have. Like for me, if I miss a week, in Destiny, like if I just don't play for a week, I feel so far behind. Yeah. Anyone who's playing with me is now so far ahead and it just becomes this impediment. Like, yeah. you know, I, I still haven't done the new dungeon because I'm not high enough light level and everyone kind of stopped playing around the same time that I stopped playing. And yeah. the people that did keep playing are so much higher now that they don't need me and so they don't ask me to play. And so I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'm not What a play. cycle. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, not. I don't know. We'll see what they do yeah. with uh, these new expansions and and their new model. But I'm not too optimistic. I gotta say. Uh, I'm sorry. Finally, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart got some extended gameplay uh, as well. They didn't release a date, I guess, because they're saying that they're 
a console launch game for PS5, and we still don't know when PS5 launches. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yo, Ratchet and Clank games were always fun. You know, I preferred the Xbox knockoff of Ratchet and Clank. Oh, what was it? It was um Jack and Daxter. No, that was that was PlayStation. What? Yeah, the elfish blonde spiky hair dude and the little weasel thing. Oh. Ferret thing. Yeah, that was PlayStation. Well it was a, your- it's definitely a knockoff of Ratchet and Clank, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I guess it's the rules are reversed, right? The furry thing is... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they're not... I've played Jack and Dak... De- De- it's not Dexter. It's, it's Daxter. Daxter. Yeah. Those games were fun, too. For some reason, I had it in my head that they were just the Xbox version of Ratchet and Clank. No, but I feel like there is an Xbox version of Ratchet and Clank that I can't... Maybe I'm bugging. Oh, well. Anyway. If I have not, if I didn't have 800 games to play, I think yeah, I'd be is, excited for this. Yeah, this is going to be like, oh, okay, it's on sale two years from now. Fuck yeah, why not? I love Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I that agree. Nostalgia button. I think it could definitely be, for people who buy a PS5, one of the first opportunities for them to take advantage of next-gen stuff. Yeah, like if you're definitely like, I'm getting the PS5 on launch, I'm playing my PS5 games, I'm playing nothing else, play you your Miles Morales, play you... You're a Ratchet and Clank. That's if Miles Morales is even a launch title. Like, we don't know we yet. Don't know. As of the recording of this, which is mm, four days late. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> we're we are late. Look, depression is... It wasn't just depression. Uh, we live in Brooklyn, and it was Juve slash the West Indian Day Parade slash New York's version of Carnival over the weekend. A lot of music. And we that. live in the West Indian neighborhood. So, like... There was no opportunity to record before, like, Thursday. <laughs> and then depression kept us from recording. <laughs> then, it, then it was the depression. <laughs> oh, man. You'd love to see it. Oh, my God. Um. Anyway, I'm still waiting because now we know everything about Xbox, but we still don't know anything about PlayStation. They're scrambling. They're definitely scrambling. We might as well switch gears because that was what we we're going to talk about next was Series X. Series X. It's coming. It's coming on November 10th. November 10th. Pre-order starts September 22nd. If you got that shmoney, and if you don't have that shmoney, they're doing a finance thing. Is it like financing or is it anyone? Can anyone, like you don't, it's not going to be like, we have to check your credit. Mm, it's a soft credit. It's the same thing that the iPhone Forever plans uh, use. Okay, and I mean literally the same thing. It's the same bank, Citizens One. Got it. Um, and so They're it's like, a we're soft check. check. Your credit, right? It's definitely predatory. Like they want people who are going to default so that they can make more money off of them. <laughs> but if you can consistently make the twenty five dollar payment for the Xbox Series S, which is two ninety nine retail, or the thirty five dollar payment. For the Series X, which is $4.99 retail, you actually save $20 over the course of the two years. And that is because it's the console, Game Pass Ultimate, and Live is all wrapped in that. Well, Game Pass Ultimate includes Live. Oh, right. So it's just the console and Game Pass Ultimate. Which includes Live. Which is a, because I I didn't realize that for a a while. (laughs) Because it's confusing as fuck. So you're like, you know, it's like, Multiple things for the price of just that monthly payment, and which will now also include EA Access, which is dope. Because you know, I always just want to pop in Mass Effect One every once in a while. Yeah, that, in the that's vault. great. I'm a little annoyed that I paid for those 
when I played those yeah. several months ago. But um, <laughs> here's the thing. EA Access on its own is $10 a month. Game Pass Ultimate right now is $15 a month. So to get EA Access as part of Game Pass Ultimate is already saving you money. And then if they raise the price of Game Pass Ultimate to $20 next year, then you're still locked in at the $35 a month. So you're getting two years of Game Pass Ultimate baked in without any potential price increase. And if you do the math for two years of Game Pass Ultimate and the console uh, retail price, you save $20 overall on the Series X by doing the financing. I just think that's a really smart strategy. And the pricing in and of itself, there were rumors that the consoles could be as expensive as like $750-$800 because of what's inside of them. So for Microsoft to be like, boom, $499, I bet we are seeing what the rumors are saying, which is that PlayStation was actually kind of shocked by this, or at least wasn't prepared for it to be as low as that. And they were fully ready to release a $600 PS5 console. Maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. And now they're scrambling to figure out what to do because uh, the rumor is also that their disless version can't be $100 less or $200 less, as is the case with uh, Series S, that it can only be $50 less. Wow, that's drama. Yeah. And apparently uh, what's feeding into this is that, yes, PlayStation sold two to one on Xbox in the last generation, basically, but they took a loss on the hardware. So for them I mean, to it, yeah. release at the same price again, even if they do as well, is not going to be good for them. Meanwhile, Microsoft is one of the most wealthy corporations in the world. <laughs> like, they can eat the loss. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting because I feel like a lot of stuff... Like the, it's almost like the iPhone problem. Like, the software is as good as it is and sticks around just for people to buy up the hardware. Right. So, like... You're paying for Game Pass at this point. And you just happen to get a console with it. Yes. <laughs> you know, so... Game Pass on its own, in my <laughs> opinion, is worth $35 with everything you get. With live, with EA Access, with the current library. They have so many AAA games. And then the promise that all of their first-party studios are going to release on Game Pass 2, like... Or the guarantee. Even. Right. It's like, not even like a thing. It's You're a like, no-brainer. Like, I'm going to get Forza for... That's included. I'm going to get Halo, and it's included. Like it, That's $120 right there. That's half yeah. of the price of Game Pass for two years. <laughs> Content well, is king. not half the price. Almost half the price. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, You're just watching this stuff as, like, the person who's interested in, like, tech and media. It's yeah. very weird. I'm eager to see what Spider-Man does though uh because that's going to determine when i buy a ps5 i have nothing else to buy a ps5 for (laughs) at the moment other than spider-man and i don't know there's what games are going to look better on playstation i don't i don't think any of them will and i think you're an interesting kid because i feel like if if like the decision was like i'm gonna buy one or the other I just wouldn't be playing Spider-Man until I found five hundred more dollars. I just don't know if, like, even if, even if, like, the, if Sony's like, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna put this shit out for six hundred bucks. Like, I don't know if, like, people who are like PlayStation people are gonna be like, oh, now I'm gonna switch to Xbox. It's hundred dollars cheaper. Like, I don't think that's gonna happen. Or not on like a huge scale. I think it's it's <laughs> it's really the swing voters that were <laughs> that they're going after. Here. Here's the problem. <laughs> Yes, I agree with you that it's more the people in the middle who will choose like whatever is most economical. 
I don't think that there are people who are willing to pay 300 extra dollars to play one or two things right now. Mm. So, I mean, that is the problem is that none of this shit is launching with any game. Right. I, I <laughs> so think it's actually like, uh, a long-term problem for Sony rather mm. than for Microsoft. A few weeks ago, I was like, oh, no, Microsoft might want to delay this console. You did say that. You're like, I don't know. Microsoft might be. And now I'm kind of like, oh, anyone who buys a console at all this year is probably going to go with Microsoft if they're basing their decision purely on economics. Yeah. Because you can buy a next-gen console for $25 a month, all-inclusive. Yeah. Or you can buy a next-gen console for what could be half of the price of the competitor. Yeah, because, like, what's even... I mean, you know, for, like, 35 bucks a month, and, like, if you already, like, saved up the money to get a Series X, instead now you can do the 35 a month to get your nicer TV or something. It's like, you know... That's that's wild to me. I mean, that's my situation. I saved up for one and not the other, and now I get to use like half the of the money extra, that I saved yeah, yeah, yeah. to actually go toward the yeah, the other console. But I, it, the thing is, if it's six hundred dollars, I don't know. That's a lot of money. It is. It might, to play we might, one game? It might just have to be a PlayStation, a one PlayStation 5 household. I don't know if... Well, my PlayStation 4 is a hand-me-down. There's no reason for two PlayStation 5s. Not in this think. household. Not I'm in this so household, sorry. I agree. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> it's a good thing that I literally started saving for these consoles when they were rumored. Yeah, I didn't because I didn't know. I started saving three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, this is sad. Uh <laughs> Ubisoft Forward just happened. Yeah. Because of our delayed recording, we're able to talk about it talk now. Talk about it right now. So this is we're getting real topical. Fresh content. Fresh content. You're not used to Hero Gamer Friends, but here it is. Before they even trotted out Ugh. all the new shit, the CEO released an apology video where he was like, Oh, we did sexism. And we're sorry. But he didn't even, like, go that... He just was like, some people did bad things. It's 100% like the apology that I got uh, a few (laughs) weeks ago from an organization that shall not be named. Uh Uh-huh. Where they didn't want to take any accountability at all. It was like, yeah, it was like, eh. Like, even, like, sorry is, like, not... Yeah, like, something happened here. (laughs) Something happened, and... I feel obligated to tell you that it's not that it happened. It 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 it's not good, and we didn't like it. We didn't like it. And these people don't work here anymore. So please buy <laughs> all of the new things that we have for you. I think what's especially fucked up about it is that it came on Twitter. It was not attached to the event at all. No. And I can see maybe if someone was like, oh, okay, like, it can't be attached to the event because it's all, like, sexual assault and harassment allegations. Like, there might be kids watching. That the CEO is implicated in, by the way. Right. There, what if the kid, what about the kid? And I'm like, if the apology was like, well, some bad things happened. Like, there was no language in there that would have been, I think, inappropriate for, like, like I think for us, it would have been like, okay, we get what's going on here. But, like, for people who just are watching this for games and like don't have not you know are not interested in that wouldn't know anyway it's just like okay 
Also, like, let I, me be really like, American-centric for a second and say that something airing at 12 p.m. Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern is not being targeted at children. That too. They're suffering through Zoom classes at that time. Exactly. Like, almost every child in the United States isn't back in school at, at this point, either in a death camp or online. And so you are absolutely not capturing that audience. No, I was just trying to, like, stretch my brain to, like, try to maybe figure out why they did it this way. Right. And that is as far as I got. And it still is bullshit. And it's not their only bullshit. So this didn't come (laughs) up during Ubisoft Forward, but absolutely fuck Ubisoft for that elite squad fuck-up, which is not even a fuck-up. Someone is absolutely a fascist right-wing propagandist (laughs) and included Black Lives Matter um, imagery, I guess you could say, like the black raised fist that has become ubiquitous with Black Lives Matter, even though it's been ubiquitous with black people since the like, 60s minimum. Niggas in general? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, it's just as black as, I don't know. It was like Reagan one week, and then the next week Ubisoft <laughs> was like, no, 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 no. We cannot let EA outdo us on racism. <laughs> We need to literally allege that Black Lives Matter is a, a subversive terrorist plot and that only our white people can come in and, and, and shoot them all in the head. In their Hawaiian shirts. I truly was disgusted by that trailer. I'm so glad that they pulled it and all their apology, whatever. I just, at this point, it, it is very clear to me that I have I have a very complicated relationship with this company because their games are some of my favorite games right now. But it is also abundantly clear that they do not give a shit about women, about people of color. It's really hard, especially because like, I feel like some of that came up with the division two where like one of the enemies was like down and you're like, wait, hold up. Or like one of the villains. It was the original division. Uh, and it was the group of like was... uh, prisoners that escaped from Rikers. Mm. And she was like really woke in the boss fight. And I really, like I, I, it was not fun to kill her because I was like, I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but it's not political. No, it's, it's not, not political. political at all. Not political. No, no, no. The game that we are pushing about, uh, destabilizing a protest movement is not political in any way. Not at all. Not at all. Huh. Which reminds me, taking a sidebar from Ubisoft for a second, Madden NFL adding Kaepernick to the... Like, I literally just scrubbed that Big Sean verse. Fuck them. Like, yesterday. (laughs) Like, what's Good. The fact that that man can't get a job and now they're all performatively doing the thing that got him blackballed in the first place is hilariously American. It's apple pie. Yeah. All right, back to Ubisoft. Uh, Immortals. Phoenix Rising is that game that had a very generic name about gods and... Gods and monsters. Monsters. Yeah, gods and monsters. Uh, Now, I guess, has a little bit more focus. It looks cute. We got a whole a little reveal trailer. We got a little bit like storytelling stuff. What's going on? So Zeus and some other guy, I can't remember which one it is. There's so many of them. Are narrating this third person action adventure game where you're playing through, I guess, their story. It was an interesting like narrative structure they got going on. 
Uh, but it looks like, you know, your standard action. It looks like kind of Breath of the Wild with like supernatural. It looks like elements. Assassin's Creed if it was in the style of Breath of the Wild. Ooh, that's a better way to describe that. Yeah. I mean, their concept for it was Assassin's Creed, but not limited by Scary. reality. Yeah. Yeah. As if everything was real. Right. Which Assassin's Creed kind of also. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> as real. Yeah. Like how Marvel movies are based in real. Exactly. Though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Uh, it looks cute. I still would like to see some more gameplay, I guess. I don't think this is something for me, but. Yeah, I went from being pretty interested in it to kind of being like, oh, okay, this is not for me. I think when they first described it, it was a little bit more... Um, they described it as Assassin's Creed. That's why I was interested. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think uh, someone like Sarah would really enjoy this. Hmm, shout out gaming friend Sarah. I don't know if she's following it, but now that we've said this, hopefully she'll <laughs> look it up. Uh, it comes out on December 3rd, which is earlier than I was expecting. It was yeah. supposed to come out literally, like, what, January or February of this year? So it got delayed almost a full year, which I find interesting. Um, but at least they're working on that stuff. Like, it, it kind of was in the same category as Skull and Bones for a while, which I'm mm. still hoping rises Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, my God, I haven't thought about Skull and Bones in a long time. I'm desperate for that game to I be know. real. I <sighs> know. Sorry. They are officially, after many rumors, bringing back Prince of Persia, one of the very first gaming franchises that I think like captured what I thought the future of gaming could be. I played that game at least four or five times. Sands of Time. Sands of Time, yes, specifically. The so they're remaking it. Which one is it in the? In the I have no idea. Okay, That's I was too young. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care like that. Fair. And I still don't, and I still don't know about the franchise. Who like, cares? What happened? I mean, I feel like this was because I've never played any of these games, much less this one. But I feel like this is the game everyone's like, "Yeah, Sands of Time." It did so much. Yeah, it it definitely set the stage for many other games. It's like the Sam Raimi Spider Man in the gaming world. That's sure, how I see it i think that's fair i think a lot of systems that we've come to know and love and have been refined uh very heavily over the last uh decade or so get their roots from sands of time yeah uh anyway i will be definitely picking this up and it comes out january 21st 2021 so assuming the wildfires do not take us all i will i will be ready to report. Okay. Getting that on launch. Probably. I think, I think so. What, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you'll have devoured every other game that has will come out in the fall by that time. Well, oh, who knows? There's so much. There's so much. Life is hard. We're acting like it's so far away and it's like two weeks away from starting. I am oh, <laughs> so fucking ready. I don't have any money, though. Credit. <laughs> also, really quick, uh, Valhalla, uh, the release date got moved up to be in accordance with the Xbox launch date. So I guess it's a launch game. I find it very interesting that they did that. Either PlayStation comes out the day before or the day after <laughs> or something like that. Or they're just like, look, Microsoft is paying us money to get this game done early. So <laughs> they don't ever seem to do it on the exact same day, which I think is like smart Silly. and fair. Yeah, fine. But also. Could you, you imagine, imagine just, like no. all the videos of people running out of Best Buy with <laughs> Yeah, that's that's exactly what 
they can't have a vision of, and that's why they don't release on the same day. We can have pictures of people arm in arm <laughs> with both of them in their hands. <laughs> it would just be a huge mess. Oh, shit. Um, also, this wasn't part of Ubisoft Forward, but it's just Division news that is a Ubisoft game. Um, Summit is out in beta. They have a playtest server for PC players where they roll out all the new stuff for them to try out because they don't want to pay quality control people, mm-hmm. apparently. Well, <laughs> um, anyway, it's called Summit. It's a new end game game mode, and it takes place in a skyscraper that apparently has 100 stories. And kind of like Gears has the horde mode where it's just waves. This is a horde mode, but each wave is a floor. So you have to clear each floor of the 100-floor skyscraper. Get a division. Yes. That actually sounds kind of fun. It is reminiscent of some of the Division 1 stuff that people found really fun. Like, Mm. the end game in Division 2, I agree, is a lot more mission-based. There aren't, like, activities happening in the end game the way that there were in the Division 1. And even those took a while. Like, Underground was an expansion. Survival was an expansion. But those were all really well-beloved things. Like, Survival was the Battle Royale mode in the Division 1. But it was also a PvPVE battle royale mode, so you didn't have to fight people. Uh, And then the underground was procedurally generated. Like, they only designed, like, you know, 20 rooms, and then it would just randomly assign enemies and rooms, and it was just this forever new and fresh thing. It just Hmm. was always different. So this is the same thing. It is procedurally generated. Like you're not going to get the same floor layout every time. Floor one is not floor one forever. Floor one might be floor 15 or whatever in terms of what they all throw at you. So I'm excited to check it out. I haven't played the Division 2 in a while. um, And I am pretty mad about the Hawaiian shirt thing still. So uh, I just wanted to share that that was happening, even though Ubisoft doesn't seem to care about promoting the Division anymore. Bless them. Super Mario, 3D, all stars, stars. That's how I imagine that that was how the, when the title was revealed at that board meeting, that's how the person said it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. You have to have an imagination here. Coming to the Switch, or it's already out on the Switch, uh, for a limited time, which is It sucks. It does suck, because they're like, buy it now. Nintendo does this for scarcity shit all the time. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. And it is incredibly annoying. Yeah. Anyway, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Fuck Galaxy 2. Fuck Galaxy 2? I don't understand. Uh, All these three are going to be bundled up into one package for you to play, remastered, on the Switch. Except for Galaxy 2. It's very odd. I don't understand why that wasn't. Like, bump up the price a little bit. put Because Gal- I feel like Galaxy 2 was a lot better than Galaxy 1. People loved Galaxy 2. I'm not a Nintendo person like that to understand the nuance. Like, I, I left Nintendo behind as a... Other than Super Smash and a few smatterings of things that everyone plays, um, I, I haven't played a Nintendo game like that since N64. So... Wow. I'm waiting for the next I don't have any experience with Sunshine or Galaxy or even Galaxy 2. Um, That's interesting. But I do know about the 
storied history and the fact that people are pretty pissed. Yeah. The only one out of these three that I've I've played is Sunshine. I think Chase has played 64. But can I make a confession before we continue? Mm-hmm. Um, I have never finished a Mario game. That's fine. The only one I finished is like the side-scroller Super Mario Brothers. That's it. I think unless you are a child. But I played Sunshine as a kid. And I just, I just was like, oh my God, it's so long. Like I got to the point where you're like, I don't even know. I don't even know where along the line the game is, but when you realize that like Peach is like being captive, held captive by like Bowser Junior. or not or something, and I'm like, oh, this game is going to take forever. So you just gave up? I, yeah, that is like the last part of the game that I. It was. It was like some kind of twist that happens, and you're like, oh, probably the twist right before the final act. No, it definitely was not before the final act because it was like, how do you know? Maybe I just have to look into the story. Maybe I should just pick it. Maybe I should buy this bundle in this limited time <laughs> fashion, digital fashion, and play it again. Oh, it's not just digital. They're also limited timing the physical release, which is what is annoying. Like, as long as you buy it before a certain date, you can get it. Fine, whatever. I still think it's dumb to sunset games like that, and it it, it does create scarcity. Like, they clearly just want to make a certain amount of money back on these, and so they're making it a limited time <laughs> thing. Which is, like, wild to me. It's like... This is Mario. Right. But the physical ones, they have implied that there's only a certain number of them, and they also are only going to get sold for so long. So I don't think I'm going to get in on these. 64 is a really, really wonderful and charming game, and I'd rather play an emulator version. I don't want a remaster of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to play 64. The only one I'm really interested I would only be really interested in Sunshine just to finish that because I never did. Yeah, I guess Galaxy, but I actually kind of just want to play Galaxy 2, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They also announced in this Nintendo Direct, which they announced these things in, uh, that Super Mario Bros. 35 is coming out. It's a battle royale, of all things. I'm tired. And it's just uh, 35 people playing a Mario level. I don't entirely understand. Like, I assume that the bottom whatever, kind of like how Fall Guys works. Yeah. Maybe that's how they're doing it, but um, if you are really into Mario, I bet you're going to enjoy that a lot. Um, we've neglected to say that all this is happening in celebration of the 35th anniversary of Mario, which is oh, why yeah. this game is called Super Mario Brothers 35. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we should have led with that. Oh, but uh, here we are acknowledging it now. So happy birthday, Mario. You made many childhoods wonderful in the past, present, and future. You never fixed one sink. No. You terrible plumber. Terrible plumber. Why make him a plumber to begin with? I don't remember. Oh, uh, maybe it had to do with the dunk because he was in that Donkey Kong game. That was the original. That was his debut. But I don't understand. I mean, yeah. But it's like but pipes and ladders and shit. It's underground. Maybe that's what it was. Was it pipes? I feel like it was just platforms and but ladders. But I I always was like, oh, it's underground. That's what's because there's like water at the bottom. I would that's like a sewer system. I guess. Right? I don't know. Maybe the, that's too old for me. <laughs> I've played that, but I haven't played. I didn't play it. No, I didn't like play it like that either. But I'm just trying to think. I don't know. I feel like in my head, that's what makes the most sense to okay. me for him to be a plumber. I have no idea. Who knows? Water machine, like in sunshine. Anyway, Nvidia has made graphics cards now the size of iPad Pros to put into your computers. And they do a lot. <laughs> I 
this is why PC people are superior. I was like just looking at all the numbers and shit, and I'm like, oh, they could do that now. Like it's just like we'll link to a something with the specs. It's kind of like it's it's actually pretty wild. I was kind of the like, lowest oh my God. spec version of these new chips is better than anything out there on the market right now. Yes, and apparently the best thing on the market right now is what is going into these next gen. Uh, consoles. So, so we lose. We've already been outclassed. <laughs> <laughs> the best we can do is now not even the mid-tier selling point. In the PC world. Yeah. It's, I was, it's wild. I mean, ge- oh my God. This is kind of like console upgrades for PC people. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you, someone's gonna, as soon as he's come out, you're gonna pop up in the case. You're like, shit, I hope I have enough expansions. <laughs> Slots for this thing, pop it in, then you're good to go. It's the advantage of PC. very expensive stuff, but it is also not something that happens every year. Like this is a pretty rare thing. Yeah, it's like this is the year they get really good, which makes sense. You know, all this next gen shit is happening. It apparently supports like native 8K. Yeah, at 60 frames per second. I think it was higher than that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, did I misread? I mean, I think they're promising that it will be at least 60 frames, 60 frames per second. But it's like, maybe 240. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> but actually. Um, I just know that I'll never attain that, and that's okay with me. I'll, I'll see those chips in four years when they're in an Xbox console, <laughs> I, and the look, next big PC things come out I just, when they're up to 16K. I get closer and closer to just jumping ship every day. Well, I wish you well on that endeavor. Thank you. Uh, these past two weeks in Nerddom, we have some mourning to do. Yeah, this was this was not... This was rough. I took this personally. Yeah. So we lost Chadwick Boseman to uh, a battle with colon cancer that was unknown to everyone, pretty much, except for his close family, which I think is how it should be. And kind of ongoing while he was filming all of the MCU, basically. I mean, since that time, like so many other films that he's done, you know, in between all those has come out too. Yeah. Um, So it's really, this was like, this was hard. This was a hard one to take. Yeah, I was really shocked um, along with everyone else. It is just incredibly sad for someone so young to Mm. pass away like this. Also, he grew up not far away from where I lived in South Carolina when I lived in South Carolina. So I'm really familiar with where he grew up. And it feels personal to me in that way, too. Mm. Um, For someone from Anderson, South Carolina, to become T'Challa is just a big deal in and of itself. Mm. He is just an incredible talent and you need incredible talent to get out of places like Anderson, South Carolina. Mm. Um, so kudos to him and his family for his incredible life and his legacy, which uh, I will fiercely defend. Agreed. And a lot of people are also doing that right now. You can basically get any Black Panther comic for free through Comixology right now. Um, and I think Marvel on Ultimate or unlimited, whatever the hell their app is, has some stuff for free too. Also, their tribute to him was uh, beautiful. Yeah, it was truly beautiful. 
Uh, pouring one out for the homie, Chadwick. We will miss you. Mulan uh, was released on Disney Plus for $30 extra dollars. It was confirmed that you can watch it for free in a few months, so don't do that if you don't care deeply about Mulan. Yeah. I was going to just buy it and watch it. But you haven't yet. I haven't yet because the reviews were really mixed. Mm. Some of them were pretty bad. Mm. Uh, And the same accusations about the Lion King live-action remake and several of the other Disney live-action remakes where they feel like the soul was kind of taken out. Like, there's no singing in this Mulan. And so it's just a not-trans allegory. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, because they, you know, they took the music out because the music, kind of in its original form, was also disrespectful. So, <laughs> in it, uh, ah, Disney, it's it's very hard to think about and talk about these movies. Yeah, I I want to uh-huh. reserve judgment until I see it for myself. I do yeah. plan on watching it, but I'm I don't think I'm going to pay thirty dollars to be disappointed. I'd rather be disappointed for, for seven ninety nine, which you're already paying anyway, right? Yeah, that's fair. The New Mutants, uh, speaking of disappointment. Is that coming out? out. It, oh, it's out. It's out. Oh, fuck. No, no, no. We, we have to admit that The New Mutants is a movie, and people can watch it in theaters. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> you should. Don't go see New Mutants. Don't go see New Mutants. Don't, don't go, go see, see Tenet. Tenet. I don't care about Christopher Nolan's paycheck. He's fine. Okay? You will absolutely be able to see these movies again in a theater when all this is over. When Christopher Nolan is like, okay, there's a vaccine. Now people can go see my movie. We're doing a re-release, like how they re-release Avengers just to get it over, what was it, $2 billion or something? They, they were just like, ah, eh, throw it out. quadrillion dollars. We're so sorry, Avatar, but we don't care. We're just going to be petty. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> firmly believe that you will be able to see these in theaters in the future. And even if you can't, Sounds like the New Mutants is not worth it. Do not catch coronavirus to, to go, go see, see this <laughs> dumb bullshit. I think the new rule is if a movie had to be reshot almost completely, then let's not even go see it. Because I'm sh- there's no way to reshoot. This like it's, no. We're done. also when the creator like disavows it <laughs> because <laughs> it whitewashes all of the POC characters that they purposefully put into the narrative. It's not a good. It's not a good look. Shout out to Snow Owl for bringing that to my attention. I wasn't, I was not aware of what the New Mutants team makeup was. Uh, I'm not a New Mutants person in the like. I'm just not up to date on that, and so I had no idea that it was as bad as it was. And it became crystal clear to me when the creator was like, "Hey, they kind of fucked up my thing." <laughs> that's so. That's so sad. At least it's not can't it's not the MCU. It doesn't matter. Right. No one's gonna watch it, apparently. Yeah. No one's gonna watch it. And if they do, they don't like it. Please don't catch COVID to see this nonsense. It's not worth it. I don't care how good the New Mutants cocktail at Alamo Draft House is. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna get it in every fucking time. Apparently. <laughs> Star Trek Discovery. Season three is coming out. And with some Better representation. It already was the queerest and yes, blackest and brownest Star Trek. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe uh. not the blackest and brownest. It was already the queerest for sure. Yeah, it was doing some things that your faves could never. 
but they are officially bringing on a non-binary character and a trans character. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. I may have to catch up. I, despite the queerness of it, everyone was pretty bad. So I wasn't really. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Is it bad because of that? Like, you have no. to ask these questions sometimes. I am just not a Star Trek person. So I, Fair enough. I, I'm not gonna watch. Enough said. Yeah, that that's all. We don't have to watch everything because I can't. We need we correspondence really on the show. That's what we need. <laughs> We need a Star Trek Star correspondent. We need, need a PC PC correspondent. We need a DC, like Arrowverse. No, I am not the. No, I'm I'm not a reliable correspondent. If you think you could fill any of those roles, just let us know. Just let us know. We will pay you in some, love and support. Love and support. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we ever make real money on this Patreon, I am happy to pay everyone who can. Absolutely. Oh my god! I just be like. Let's just make this a completely correspondent rush. I just like here, here's this person talking about a thing. That's capitalism. That is capitalism. What you just said was let's I did, hire a bunch of people. I, I, I said it out loud. I even did like the mm-hmm. the like CEO chair swivel. You did. And we I will felt not bad. be capitalisming this show. Um, no, it was a, no it was a joke. I love I love y'all. Capitalism isn't a joke. <laughs> DC fandom is though at least the name. <laughs> And so, <laughs> even though I definitely enjoyed much more of the reveals than I was expecting to enjoy the last time that it happened, we are obligated to say that part two is happening literally this weekend. Right now, as we speak, as we live and breathe. Uh, it looks like it's very, like, CW heavy, so I definitely don't give a damn. It's um, supposed like to TV. talk more about the Flashpoint stuff, though, and the multiverse. So that is Whatever. what I'm... Willing to watch a recap video on YouTube of tomorrow. I just feel like the, they like Warner Brothers was like, just call it the multiverse so we could just keep making a million versions of these and none of them have to fit anywhere. Like it's mm-hmm. fine. It's just a lazy use of the multiverse and I hate it. As well, a DC, fan. I think in comics in general, <laughs> multiverses are kind of lazy, but that's just me. Even in Marvel, oh. even in Marvel, oh. Oh. just okay. like the Inhumans has become like this catch-all bullshit thing. <laughs> It's apparently all up in the game, too. Like, I... You already have those. They're called mutants. (laughs) I just hate Uh, that storyline so much. I know. I hate it. Fucking Terrigen Mist. My ass. (sighs) Um, Why don't you drop some music? Thank you. There we go. Next section. I usually start this section by asking Nick what he's been playing, but today I'm going to start by saying that I've been playing a game that does nothing but gaslight me. Mm. It is... Gaslighting Simulator. It's a gaslighting simulator. It's meant to harass me on the highest level. <laughs> uh, I will not recover. I only played it... I had one session with y'all last night, and I'm tired. I'm still... I actually have to take a nap after this recording session. I've been playing it... Nonsense. Non and watching people play it, it is exhausting. <laughs> He'll just have YouTube blasting with all of these streamers playing this game. 
and also playing this game. And also playing the game Among Us. It took over Twitch. It's not even new. It, it came out last year or two years ago or something. But for whatever reason, it became incredibly popular on Twitch. I'm sure there's a story. I'm sure you can Google why is Among Us on top of Twitch or whatever. And like Polygon's going to have an article <laughs> that explains it. They definitely, I feel like that's definitely a Polygon article. Not a Kotaku article. Polygon specifically. Watch it be a Kotaku article. Should I look it up? No. Yeah, no. I'd rather the listener judge you than us confirm. Anyway, Among Us is kind of like that Jackbox game, (laughs) kind of like a million other games, but it just uh, is a very simple uh, pixel-based 10-player multiplayer game. You are on a spaceship or in a space, like, habitat. There's three different maps. And... The goal is for you to survive or for you to kill. So there's the crew team and the imposter team. Among us. There can be up to three imposters. I think the best way to play is with two imposters. Mm. But you could also have as little as one imposter. There's a lot of like gameplay aspects that you can change, like timing. and You can customize everything about it. It's pretty good. It's pretty dope. You can even customize how fast you walk. But anyway, you are... Uh, selected to be on one of these teams at the beginning of the game. And then you're just going around and either doing tasks as a crewmate to like get the map ready for whatever. And if you do all the tasks, you win. Right. Or if you figure out who the imposters are, you win. So you can figure out the imposters in a couple of different ways. The first is that some of the tasks have like visual cues that you, that can be seen and only the crewmates can do it. Like the imposters cannot do some of the tests. So like the one thing that you always, you're like, I'm going to, I have this task to go shoot asteroids. You can see me shoot the asteroids, but the imposter can never do that. Right. You can prove that you're a crewmate. Gather everyone around. Watch me come do this thing. Uh, and in the map, there's like a bunch of little nooks and crannies and rooms and shit. Um, so then, so you have that. If you watch an imposter kill somebody or you see an imposter come out through a, they have like a vent mechanic where they can just like hop into a vent and like pop out somewhere and kill somebody. You yeah, know, imposters if you see, can easily teleport. Yeah. If you see someone get murked, you know, they're an imposter. And then there's a voting thing. So someone can hit the emergency button. You only, every person can only do it once. Obviously, if you're an imposter, you can't hit the emergency button, which I think would be an interesting twist. You can hit the emergency button as an imposter. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. You can also report bodies. That's that's a mechanic. Oh, yeah. Reporting that, if you see a dead body. Yeah. If you see a dead body, you report. <laughs> so if if the button gets pushed or a dead body gets reported, the game, like, halts. And then everyone gets gathered together. And you can see, like, oh, shit. Like, the imposters killed three people <laughs> during this during this thing. They or, entered the, the ghost chat. Yeah. The ghosts are still part of the game and can chat. They can't... Uh, actually interact with whoever is still alive but if you're part of the crew and you die you can still complete your tasks so that the crew team can win in that way and if you are still the imposter you can still sabotage which is part of playing as the imposter you can sabotage the gaslighting part is that (laughs) if you don't witness something you have to take it on someone's word so oftentimes the imposter if they get caught they'll be like no, that person <laughs> is absolutely trying to frame me. They were with me. I saw them kill them and blah, blah, blah. And they were standing by that. They were running away from something. And I, because the imposters know 
who the other imposters are, they can like just back them up and be like, no, I was there. I saw the whole thing. Blue is telling the truth. Immediately. Red is absolutely telling the truth and blue is lying. Like you can, you can gaslight the shit out of people. It's wild. It's, and then I feel bad when I do it. I'm like, oh man, I'm about to come up here and gaslight the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's about to go down. Oh my God. (laughs) I'll put like an instructional video. It's like a five or six minute thing that I watched to become oriented with how to play. Cause I had been watching it on YouTube, but I hadn't played myself and I didn't fully understand what I was seeing. So we'll put that in the show notes. It is so much fun. And the best part is that on mobile, it's a mobile NPC game on mobile. It's free. So if you want to play, literally all you got to do is download it on your phone as long as you have an Android or an iOS phone. And we can play for free. Like, you don't have to pay anything to play. Oh, yeah, because Nick bought it. So he has the ad-free version. If you join his ad-free server, it will always be ad-free. If I host, it's ad-free for everyone. And by bought it, it was $2. So, well, so people might not have that. So, yeah. and it was five uh, bucks on on Steam. So, if you want to play on PC, you do have to pay, and it's five bucks. But it's cross platform. It is cross platform. So, uh, we're always playing. Join the Discord so you can see when. Yeah, if and- you join the Discord, then we'll update there. I tried to do it on Twitter, like just let them know what the room code. Was, oh, okay. And I it changed every 10 minutes because the servers are actually not that reliable. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing about it. It's kind of hard to get into games sometimes. They're just not expecting so many people to play. Like right. millions of people are playing and a few months ago, like dozens of people were playing. <laughs> right. So. All right, let's get into it. <sighs> Fall Guys. Mm. I love it. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. But oh, I have we. I almost had some gamer moments. Yeah, whoo! It is frustrating. Uh, <laughs> so you play this little bean thing. It's very cute. You run around and you do all these like little. Mid- it's like Mario Party. If it's a Mario Party battle royale, I think that's exactly right. And that's that's the way to describe it. And it's so much fun. You have like different little mini games that get randomly assigned. And then as you keep going, people get eliminated. Uh, once you get to a certain amount, like in the third or fourth round, there's like a team one. And only the two teams that make it, you know, go to get rid of a lot of people. And then it's like 10 people. And it's like last person to get the crown wins. Uh, it's great. It's so cute. I love the music. Um, it's great. I highly recommend that you play it. It's on PC. It's on PlayStation 4 right now. It was free until September, and I will admit that I've now spoken about PS Plus like a million times and been like, I'm never getting it. And then when Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer got announced, I was like, I'll get it only when that comes out. And (laughs) And then then I was convinced because I think it's like 25 bucks normally. So someone was like, oh, if you buy three months of PS Plus, which was on sale for $15, then basically you get a $25 game for $15. And, you know, we know that Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer is coming out this fall. So you're probably going to overlap. Yeah. Um, so I was convinced and I, and I jumped in. It is a lot of fun. I personally think it's a little repetitive and this is totally my bias has nothing to do with the game. I just don't like PlayStation's UI at all. And I don't love. It's so frustrating to open this game up. I think that it is. And also the party chat for me, um, doesn't work very well because I don't have earbuds that can plug into my controller and, 
it, it's just kind of a mess. And we're not yeah. used to using Discord for everything. PC people like Xbox Party Chat is really good. And so yeah. it kind of sucks that like the headsets, <sighs> a lot of them are like console specific. Yeah. If my headset that I use for Xbox could plug into my controller, then I'd be fine. But you have a headset. That does both. That's right. 3.5 millimeter, baby. We stay wired. Yeah. But uh, I don't. So I. it's just not fun for me to be in a party and play this game. And it's not really that fun to play by yourself, I don't think. No, it's not fun at all. And it is enraging. It is. But in a good the time, way. you don't make it through because of what other people are doing. Like grabbing and pushing and shit. But it's funny. It's like, fr- it's like funny. It's funnily. It, it is frustrating in a very funny way to me. The platforming one is proof that democracy doesn't work, as my, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you have, you know, people on the right, people on the left. One person wants to stay in the middle, and it doesn't work out anyway. You know, it's going to fall to yeah. you. Mm, I guess. It, it's a joke about. Terrible. Right and left. It didn't It didn't land. It, they all don't have to. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we talked about this a little bit already, but Spellbreak came out. It did. The uh, Magic Avatar Battle Royale. <laughs> I've played quite a bit of it. You have. You have. More than I have. Jack and his uh, brothers-in-law have been playing a a lot. And so I got roped into that. It is, um, I I really like it. (laughs) I'm really charmed by it. I like the animation style. I like the combat. It's very cute. Um, The whole point is to combine elements to make combos. So, for instance, if you have the wind element on one hand and the fire element on another hand, you can make a fire tornado instead of just a tornado or just a fireball. That's a synergy. Exactly. Something like that. Elemental synergy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's very cute. I like it a lot. It's it's not like super polished it's right now. It's a game preview. But I think the gameplay is super solid. I think it's really fun. I think because it's crossplay, I'm automatically like, oh, great. Now I can like play with people who don't. Who wouldn't play these games to begin with? Because that could just add them on Switch or whatever. Right. Or get it on your PC. Let's go. It's free on whatever platform you have. And so this is another open invitation. I would love to play Spellbreak with you if you would like to play Spellbreak. Uh, get in that Discord. A few people that I know that are into it. Um, and it is another... I, I just don't think that Battle Royales are very fun to play solo unless you're specifically in a solo lobby. Right. And uh, this is not. This is a three-player lobby, just like Apex. Um, There's no duos or singles or anything like that uh, at the time of this recording. Who knows? The map also is a little empty. Um, I think the point of that is because it's third person and you also have a lot of um, different attacks and stuff that move you a lot there's a lot of mobility in this game so much more than because you're not just like running around you can like zoom right like, super fast across the map in a way that like you know you don't usually see in like a battle royale like this your jump is more of a like glide slash hover slash fly and then there's these things called runes which are basically like the special attacks um but they're not all attacks some of them uh actually are like escape things so there's a teleport one and there's one where you literally just zoom into the air like a rocket and there's one called featherweight i think where you just float in the air for a while and so if you have like a sniper uh type element like the ice which shoots an arrow i guess or a spear or something i don't know um yeah but i mean like (laughs) no i know (laughs) i think it's an arrow like equivalent Mm. like you're using both hands to do it whatever the point is 
I can hover in the air and snipe at you while, you know, Jack is up front in your face because he likes to use the fire and the rock combination. And that's a very on the ground and up close element combination. Yeah, no, it's simply, it's it's got some, there's depth. There's depth. There definitely is. And I would, I want to, I want to get into it more. Because it's it's early access, I think that there's a lot they could do with it. And I would love to see them improve the map. Um, Part of what I think makes Apex work so well is that the map design. Uh, Top tier. It's it's constantly putting you in very interesting situations. Like every area of the map is isolated from every other area of the map. Like to go from one section to another section, you definitely have to usually cross through a choke point or a valley or like climb up a hill. And it changes elevation so much that uh, finding the high ground is really important and there's just so many things about the map that make Apex a good uh, battle royale, and this has none of that. It is just yeah. I think the map. What's going to make this map good is a lot different than what makes Apex map. You kind of have True. to like tailor this map to what the sort of style of game is. True. True. Which is a lot different than like you know shooting a gun at someone. Agreed. I think you need more open space to have the kind of battles that they're envisioning for this. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think it would be very interesting to see what they could do with a little more variety. Yeah. Um, you uh, have continued to play Watch Dogs. I have. I'm up to the point where the they went to the festival thing. Burning Man. Burning. Yeah, they went burning to Burning Man, man and the white dude hacker with dreads is like, hey. I need you. You need my help. I'm a, I'm a dude who hacks and shit. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's very the, funny. Like, it doesn't bother me that much because I feel like, oh, that this is this is actually the type of person that I would find in this. Like, I feel like it actually fits the character very well. True. It definitely is a real person that exists. Yeah. Um. It doesn't make me hate their dreads any less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah. It, I'm not like seasonally angry. I'm not like seethingly angry about it. Got it. Uh. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong. You know, whatever. But it, I'm I'm still really fucking enjoying it. I really want to get this game wrapped up before Legion comes out, and I keep getting distracted by the very fun side missions that also occur. I truly believe that Watch Dogs Two is underrated, and so I'm glad that you're having such a good time with it. Because when I try to justify it to people when I was playing it, they're like, "Oh, I don't know. Watch no, Dogs it's like it's not good." I was like, "I understand that. Really fucking good. It's really fun. It's just fun. It's a yeah. fun game." Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's great. I love playing as a black person. That is also nice. You're playing as a Negro named Marcus. <laughs> love, love to see it. And I think it has like a lot of really, I don't know. I feel like the commentary is really interesting because like it's what a lot of people, you know, it, it, it's still, I think, timely, um, which is unfortunate about just like technology and media and then also being like a black person within that. Like there's a moment that you go, like one of your I guess comrades probably what they call each other. Hackers, hacktivists, hacktivists. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, works at a big social media place, you know, to just have undercover access. Uh, and they're like, yeah, it sucks being the only black person here. Like, they might call the cops on you. And he's like, oh. And, but like, you know, like, like, it's like small moments like that. Like, I'm not always reminded that Marcus is a nigger <laughs> in a way that, like, I feel like it always happens when there's like a black protagonist. Yeah. And like, this is like actually pretty refreshing. It doesn't define his character, but it absolutely is part of his experience. Yes. What Which a novel. fucking asking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a concept. What a concept. Thursday. Um, 
I have a lot to say about Spider-Man. You do. It's very. It's been very interesting watching you play this again. I'm kind of pissed off. I know. I know. I simultaneously want to rate Spider-Man higher than what I remember it being because I enjoyed this so much. And this time I did the DLC, which I did not do the first time. Mm-hmm. Also, the copaganda in this game is absolutely out of control. And if you go back to our old episode where we initially talked about this with Jen like two years ago, you will understand that we were already pissed off about the Riker stuff, about the buddy-buddy stuff with all the cops and the fact that it is kind of not how Spider-Man is. Now that I've played all of the DLC, I do understand why they were playing up Yuri Watanabe. I now understand that Yuri Watanabe becomes a character in the Spider-Verse, and that is a direct consequence of the DLC. Uh, I was unaware of that. And so Mm. I get why Yuri was a big part of the game. I also do not appreciate any of the shit that they did with the cop stuff. There were several lines where Spider-Man was like, oh, I understand that it's a pandemic and there's bad things happening, but I really wish you'd wait to protest. I'm going to save you, but maybe you shouldn't be protesting right now. Why don't you fuck off, Spider-Man? Well, let's let's also remind everyone that part of the gameplay for that, part of the story for that, spoilers, I guess, but it's been out for a minute. Light spoiler warning. Uh, Doc Ock releases a good viral contagion and people have to walk around with masks and shit. It, they literally start a pandemic. There's a quarantine. It is very reminiscent of what we're going through right now. And part of that is a group of non-police that are repressing the citizenry. And I will tell you that the reason why they are not police is so that Spider-Man can make comments like, oh, I've seen a lot of criminals do a lot of bad stuff, but never a police officer. Shit like that. And it's just... There are no bad cops. I'm Spider-Man. It's completely nonsensical. Uh, I'm actually dreading what they're going to do with this when it comes to Miles Morales because they made him the son of a cop in all of this. And so, like, what is his relationship going to be to the police? He's a young black man. Like, I... I am stressed out about the politics of this game. They are truly awful. If you replay it now, now that we literally do have police on videotape being violent state agents of oppression, and we have a pandemic going on at the same time, which were both the predominant themes of Spider-Man, like, oh no, the pandemic, and oh no, Sable. Not the police, but Sable. Um, The politics are just really bad. They're really, really bad. Yeah, they don't. They don't hold up well. At all. Um, it, it, I, I, I really struggled. It was just so shocking to me. Mm. Um, some of the lines that they have Spider-Man say. That said, the new content for me was the DLC. I had not played through that before, and I have to say, they didn't add anything to the game. Like all the side missions and stuff were basically more of the same, and so I get the criticism of the DLC from that perspective. Right. The story though was almost as engaging as the main storyline of the game. Like if that had been the storyline of the game, I wouldn't have been disappointed. There were incredible moments between Peter and miles. Miles is like begging Peter to train him as Spider-Man and Spider-Man because it's a dangerous gig. Peter's like, Oh, I don't know about that. And they, 
they talk about how you have to do calculus in your head while you're swinging. And so like the first part of Peter training Miles is having him do extra math homework so that he's Uh, able to think about that kind of stuff more often. And I love that shit. I think that that is exactly the type of nerdy bullshit that he probably is really doing. Yes, but if I was Miles, I'd be pissed. Well... Not pissed. I just was very bad at physics. He was, he was, well, he's a nerd. And <laughs> so nerd. he loves it. I'm also a nerd. Okay. I like physics in a theoretical sense, but when you Same. start can't putting actually numbers, the math, sh- right. I'm like, oh my God. Same. Ugh. But like part of the story beat is that Miles figures out that his web shooters need to be smaller than Peter's because he's smaller and the equations won't work with him. And so you have to make this adjustment so that the equations do actually work the same. Mm. I just love that character. Characterization. I, I'm obsessed with the characterization of Miles you in are. these games. I just think it's so cute. I love him so much. I cannot wait to play as him. And I really hope that they do a time skip so that he's not a 15-year-old boy who just started training. Like, I want him to be two years deep into being yeah, the I next would Spider-Man. Hope, I hope so. Because then, ugh, I just, I'm so sick of, like, yeah. Year one. <laughs> they also set up so many villains in Spider-Man, and I'm curious about whether or not they will have Miles Morales be fighting some of those creations, if it's going to be a collaborative game, like like Peter Parker, Mary Jane, and Miles Morales are around the city doing shit right. kind of thing, or if it is just going to be Prowler. You know, is his uncle going to come into the picture because his dad died and all this kind of stuff. So know. I'm very eager... Out. To play this uh, next title, uh, I'm not eager to think about what the politics of that title are going to be. Let's not. Let's not. I'm hopeful, though, that they will get their act together because if you recall, did we talk about this? We talked about it in the Discord. I don't know if we talked about it here, but Bangalore's uh, heirloom item in Apex was supposed to be uh, whatever the formal name of those police batons are. There's uh, a name yeah, for it in martial I wouldn't arts. Um, but it, it was a police baton. Yeah. And Which makes they sense. changed she's, it. She's a cop. Right. She's literally a cop in the universe, but they fucking changed it because they didn't want the black woman to have a cop baton. In I the mean, game. look, because Apex annoyed the fuck out of me with the little Black Lives Matter thing. Because I was like, <laughs> ugh. You know, I was like, every time I log on, because like, I, I think I might have said this year too, is that like, like sometimes I just want to be to play video games just to forget about the fact right. that the world is fucked up. <laughs> and so I was like, like, Black Lives Matter! Black people also play the games, and sometimes we really just are just trying to not to think about yeah. it. I, had so. to, I have to be off of Instagram because now everyone's getting woke, and I'm like... I know. It's not, like, it's really not like that needs to happen. It does need, it's people good. Need to look, and it is, it is good. Continue getting to, Please continue reading and sh- putting all that shit in your timelines, Do your it stories. over there. It, it, I mean, whatever. Like, you don't need to involve me in your education. Right. And it, it's not technically like I'm viewing their page. They're allowed to, you know, post whatever the fuck they want. I just need a break. Absolutely. From that. It's I, a, I totally it's, understand. It's a lot at all times. Anyway, the point anyway. is, I hope that Insomniac is like, oh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do propaganda, even if they just toned it down. Yeah, like, I'm not expecting, like, all right, Miles Morales, you know, superhero the of the revolution. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I don't expect it to happen. And also, I don't need Miles Morales to be like, spider cop. Like, like exactly. we don't need that. It, we don't, no, one, no one needs it. I think it was just a few weeks ago they found a spider cop 
a costume in the game code that they just never released. So they're cognizant. They're thinking. They're thinking some thoughts. Good. So whatever Force that of Nature show, kept it... them from releasing Spider-Cop, I really hope that it doesn't have Miles, like, sucking up to cops. I just, I don't know if I could handle it. We don't, we don't want that. We don't want it. Well, I think that was a show. I agree that it was a show. A um, show. It was it was a pretty good show, I think. Sorry we're late. We yeah. love y'all. We do. And, it's, and you know, we, we love you. It was cultural appreciation that kept us this time. That's true. For, for until the depression, but but mostly, you know, look it up. Labor Day weekend, Brooklyn, like it was. It was not. It was. It, was, it wasn't meant to be. Anyway, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Tell two friends. Uh, tell as many friends as you'd like. Tell tell all of your friends. And uh, you can catch us on social, Twitter, Instagram. The podcast application of your choice. Mm-hmm. Rate, review, and subscribe. All that stuff. I don't think I'm doing it in the right order. Oh, it's well. fine. It, at this point, all the information is there. there. People get it. You, you get it. Uh, Patreon. Thank you to our wonderful subscribers, Emma, Sarah, Abner, Nerdy. We appreciate you we so appreciate much. Appreciate you. We would also appreciate anyone who wanted to join the ranks of our beautiful patrons. All right. So I think we will see you all. In less than two weeks, because we have to pick up. It'll be like a week and a half. Yeah. But our interview is already scheduled, so like it's happening. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, deuces. Bye.